This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. All right, 504 here on the Blitz 1170, streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app. If you're just joining us this afternoon, we brought you live here on the Blitz the Williams Nawari commitments that had Sooner fans on the edge of their seats, well, pretty much through this entire recruiting cycle. And it came down to Oklahoma, Missouri, and Georgia was making a late push. And then this afternoon, Nawari committed to Mizzou. So it's a big commitment for Eli Drinkwitz. It instantly becomes their second highest recruit ever. The other one is Doriel Green Logan, Beckham, yes. yeah. who ultimately ended up coming to Oklahoma anyway in, in that big fight. But that's a that's a big loss for the Sooners today. They've still got a few other kids that they're in the mix on. I know so many people were excited about the opportunity for that, but uh, Missouri doesn't get these type of kids very often. And that's t- two years in a row now where they've got five-star recruits. And I, I think Eli's a, a good coach. Uh, but Missouri's kind of one of those, John, that gets kind of left out in, in the conversations. Maybe this is because things spread out a little bit more now with NIL and how that works and spreading out some of the talent. But uh, Oklahoma loses out on one, and a lot of people had their eyeballs on that one today. Yeah, and the kid said he's 1,000% committed to Missouri, if I saw the quote right there. I, and Are we it, buying it, that till December? <laughs> well, I, yeah, listen, in, until you sign, you know, um, Mm-hmm. Who knows anymore? And but you know he's he's an outstanding talent. You know so it all, all you know all recruiting does. You can say well it better lead to wins. And if you're head coach, yeah, it better lead to wins because if you don't win and, and you recruit well, then you're out of a job. Yes, pretty you are. soon. And I, you know I'm not predicting anything for Mr. Drinkwitz uh, because if college football was all about uh, at equal parts glib. And interesting comments, then he's top five at the preseason yes. poll coming out today. He is. Right there with Lane Kiffin in terms of oh. you just never know what someone like that is is going to say <laughs> in a press conference setting. And, uh, hey, good for the kid. If that's where he wants to go, then so be it. That's his decision. And uh, we'll wish him the best of luck. You were out of town this weekend, I know, because we talked to you a little bit on Friday. Uh, by the way, did you have a good trip? Yeah, sorry. The uh, It's the, wild down there, the, isn't yeah, the, it? The signal... Uh, kind of kicked out though but i heard all those all those homes and no cell phone towers uh, it it was crazy you know when you have the sos at the top of your phone (laughs) i I kind of settled on this at least you have the sos that's about all that you have yeah but it's uh yeah it's first time we've been down there and you know driving well we had a good time out on the lake on saturday uh it was uh it was a good time and and i know i said we, we we went with a couple other families that we know pretty well a lot of kids a lot of grown-up kids now because, you know, just that's what happens. But, yeah, we had a good time. We had a good time. Uh, ate some good food. They had at the Hotchatown, we call it Hoochie Town, mm-hmm. but the saloon there for lunch. Yes. They've got chicken tenders. But what they don't tell you is those are more like like chicken redfish fillets. <laughs> I mean, those things are huge. Yeah. Which made me wonder what kind of chickens were running around down in southeast Oklahoma. Sometimes you may not want to know what's <laughs> running around in those woods in the southeastern part of the state, John. Yo, no There's kidding. There's an awful lot of Bigfoot sightings down there. No kidding. And, you know, the, 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 they're building homes, like vacation homes, left and right down there. 
and they're they're sticking them into every little nook and cranny and and it'd be it pay to have all-wheel drive to get up some of the hills to get to where some of those are then you're parking on what feels like about a 40 degree in decline or whatever incline um but it, yeah it was a good time think good again time. if you're thinking about driving your sedan down there is the only thing that i'm saying yeah it, you might it, want to see if someone has a truck or an suv they, they should put up like those diamond shaped yellow signs with a line through low riders <laughs> because you ain't making it you are not you are going to bottom out in a, in a second did you hear any recaps from how scrimmage went on saturday uh you know it's i think this is one of those that can be pretty well crafted and practiced by a lot of coaches which it was good on both sides of the ball mm-hmm. i mean because you don't want to come out and say our defense dominated or our nope. offense lit the place up because that suggests that there's something because then if nothing else if you're going to say that in front of the media then they're going to say well what's wrong with the other side um but yeah there, there seemed to be some some good from the offense and the defense and, and i thought it was interesting that when the question, the line of question came to the defensive line for OSU, uh, especially with some guys moving to nose tackle with the three-three-five, even though they'll go four down sometimes, uh, that Mike Gundy seemed very pleased with Colin Clay, and Xavier Ross is another one. Xavier's been around for a while, and and Mike's uh, quote about Xavier said he he finally realized this is a tough man's game. And he's put in the work, and he is 180 degrees better, 100% better than he was. Interesting, because that is a name that hasn't always been brought up at at hardly any point that I can remember, unless you're deep inside of the program. So when I did kind of read that this weekend, I thought, okay, there's one that I don't even know if we've talked about heading into even like Big 12 Media Day, like hype around this team. No, no. I mean, it's, you know, the, the guy that we've all – kind of talked about since the spring was Justin Kirkland. Yes. And with good reason. He's kind of, uh, he's one of those, he's, he's not just a space eater, but uh, he'll, he'll move you around too. And he, they need him to stay healthy for sure. But Clay has gotten himself in a good shape, you know, right now, not battling anything, nagging. And, and Ross has uh, embraced this role and embraced the physicality that's needed from that and he might play some of the outside too. That's so some versatility there's not bad. You know, versatility is I think a key word. And and Gundy said this, and the part that I like about Gundy identifying what they're doing with the three three five and Nardo, and Gundy's quote was, "I like the simplicity of what it gives us." I'm learning a lot because I don't know it. I like the simplicity of it, but I like the flexibility. And then Gundy's next point is, it's easier to play with four down than what he thought it would be when you're just running it as as the label of how it's listed. And the flexibility that that defense does give you, I mean, it's it's incredible what I would see guys over at Tulsa do. And, yes, they may, they may run that, and that might be their base, but it gives them so many more opportunities just to give that offense a different look. And I think Gundy's catching on to that a little bit here during fall camp, and he seems to really enjoy it. You know, what's uh, if you think back to what West Virginia had done over the years with Tony, uh, gummit, Tony's last name is escaping me right now, their defensive coordinator anyway, how they would stem their linebackers. And, and yeah. TU did that some too. They did, yes. Yeah, so, so basically for those who aren't clear on that, you've got your three down linemen and then your linebackers, if they stem, they're right behind those three guys up front. And so you don't really know which way they're going to go. Tony Gibson. Tony Gibson, exactly. Thank you. Um 
so that gives you a different look. So then say you're an offense and you're practicing for this look or just for a three-down look, and you're working and working, and all of a sudden, critical point in the game or whatever, and quarterback comes up the line and goes, wait a minute, there's one more up here. You know, that's the real simple way of looking at it. So now where do we run? What do we have to check out of to get to the next play? And if it's something as simple as you want to make a a basketball kind of uh, equate it to basketball, it's you've been playing up in your face man-to-man defense the whole time, and all of a sudden you come back, you sit back in a 2-3 zone. Mm -hmm. If nothing else, it can knock a team off balance a little bit. Yeah. Well, if the uh, if the offense is just trying to confuse you with different movement and motion on this, this is a counter from the defense there, and I uh, I can't wait to see how Gundy continues to evolve once we actually get into the season and what some of his honest answers are about what they're doing defensively. And I like the fact that he seems like he's in a pretty good place right now. He's in such a great place, John, that I saw people angry that he was at a concert here on Saturday instead of you know out recruiting and and coaching these guys up and breaking down film. I'm like, guys. It's one, it's his birthday. Two, it's a Saturday night. Okay. And I learned this from Steve Cragthorpe a long time ago. College football is the least coach level of football that exists. He can't be with them all the time. It's against the rules. And it's his birthday, for crying out loud. Calm down. He's allowed to step outside on a Saturday night and enjoy himself. How how is that 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 video that he knows is gonna get out of him on stage? Yes. You know, guns flashing, you know, guns blazing, whatever. How is that not a form of recruiting? He has days? one of the biggest artists in music right now tweeting out a photo of him doing exactly that on the stage and giving a big go pokes out along with his go birds because he's a big Eagles fan. But <laughs> but still, I, I I laugh at some of the and I hope that it's it's people that are it's a running gag that you see some of the people that are tweeting stuff that are angry about this. But that is an absolute nothing burger to me. Like, who are we to tell Mike Gundy what he's allowed to do and what he's not allowed to do? He's out having fun. I know. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's it's you know it's fall camp. You've had the scrimmage. The guys yes. have the time to themselves. Yeah, everybody just needs to just back off just a little bit. Well, like Bowman walks in the house and doesn't say hello to his wife at all and just heads to the back room and just starts breaking down film like <laughs> until 2 or 3 in the morning and th- doesn't come out until everyone's asleep. Oh, I mean, he plays with a dog. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course, you got to say hi to the dog at least. Yeah. Uh, the one other thing, too, is is that seems like that the Jaden Nixon, the, the Ollie Gordon, the Elijah Collins – a couple of those guys have been a little bit banged up with a few nicks here during fall camp, but that depth seems like they're really happy with at least how the competition looks so far heading into this season. Yeah, I think they are. And, you know, when we got uh, eyes on them, of course it was the media day Saturday, but I was able to stay in for the entire practice just to get a, get a look at at some of them. And, and Nixon, of course, you know what he's got. You can also sit him back there and have him return kicks. Just ask Baylor. Yes. Um, Collins, here's the adjustment for Collins has been as much, and I don't think I'm betraying any any secrets here. It's been as much because it's a look. It's a challenge for everyone here, and we live here. Is the weather, the temperature, the humidity at this time of the year? It's a bit of an adjustment. And you think about, it, I mean, he's he's from the Upper Midwest, and he'd been at Michigan State, and they don't typically get days like you have no. in fall camp here like this. So. With that in mind, Hunziker, Dave Hunziker and I kind of uh, each said it, didn't realize the other one had said it before until Robert Allen said, hey, that's what Dave said. I looked at Robert and I said, 
he is going to be a load late October and on. Because then you start getting into some of that you got to run it, you got to be tough to run it, and that sort of thing. And the other thing about Collins that they really seem to like uh, from the time he set foot on campus is there's a real I'm a team guy thing about him, but also not afraid to be a leader without trying to take over the place. Okay. Just yep. as, a, as a brand new player coming in but really wanting to establish some team uh, chemistry and and kind of step to the forefront there. And, uh, yeah, you got to love that. Boy, you got to love guys like that. Yeah. Real quick before I let you go, I know you're not shocked by this because you've seen him a ton of times, but not a bad little debut from one Deuce Vaughn for the Dallas Cowboys coming up over the weekend. I mean, that guy, uh, I mean, there is – every time you see a, a guy that quick laterally – who do you think of? Barry Sanders. Yes. You think of Barry Sanders. And mm-hmm. and it's an unfair comparison, but you see a guy do that when not everybody's able to do that, and that's the first guy that comes to mind. I'm not surprised that that you see it. You just, every time somebody does that, of course, Barry did it, and it was just second nature. It seems like it's that way for Deuce, but I always watch and go, go, I hope those ligaments are going to hold. I do as well. There, there is something still, though, that's wild when you see a little five foot five guy out there that's doing what he's doing. We just needed to see it against the NFL. I know it's preseason, mm-hmm. but to lay our eyes on it, even with him with the star on his helmet now, was almost like another subtle reminder. You know what? He's productive at college. I, there's a very specific role for him on that team. Now it's about them figuring out how they want to use him to where it's most beneficial for not only him physically, but for them. And whether that's 10 touches, whether that's a certain number of carries per game, but there's no doubt in my mind that that dude is going to be really good for them. I will say this, that it, I think it was that like 10 or 12 yard run that was just kind of the left. Not It was inside the tackle. It was basically inside left tackle. And he made about six moves. And yeah. at Kansas State, that's three moves and he's gone. That tells you what I thought was, wow, okay, now that to me also speaks to the level of speed difference yep. once you get to the NFL too. I mean, it was an incredible run, but it was like 10, 12 yards, and yes. he had to work really hard to get there. I can't wait to see how it evolves. It's going to be a lot of fun. John, we'll check in with you uh, longer tomorrow here on the Blitz 1170. Appreciate you, and uh, have a good ca- uh, call. Uh, call, sportscast. I don't know where I was it's, going with that, but have fun coming up later. Will do. We got a report from OU's camp today. OSU sold out season tickets. Yes, they did. And uh, we'll hear from the Simon and Simon duo at TU as well. Very nice. We'll talk more Oklahoma State tomorrow with uh, John Holcomb. We need to catch a timeout. We'll come back uh, after this timeout and Dusty Dvorak will sit down with uh, Colby Daniels here on the Blitz 1170 and streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app. The Blitz 1170 weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.